Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Ryan Newman. And Trey Newman, of course, is still out taking care of his newborn baby, so yep. he will be back, don't worry. But uh, Ryan and I are doing a great job of holding down the <laughs> fort, if I do say so. And uh, we are going to go on the record with some picks today. It's the last episode of G5 Week. Uh, Ryan, what is the, the final question here? Final question is, who will win each group of five conference? So we'll go ahead and kind of get started here with the the best conference. We'll just start with the... Probably the best, we'll say. The American yeah. Athletic Conference. Uh, so, for me, there's uh, one team that's just a clear and obvious choice, and that's Cincinnati. Uh, they are the class. They got so much talent, returning quarterback. Uh, they have so, uh, everything you could really want. So, three corners on, on defense that are practically could play on Sundays. Uh, MyJ Sanders is a stud up front. Jerome Forger running back. I don't need to go on. We've talked about Cincy, but I really like them there. And the team they'll face is I got. I wanted to go a little bit maybe off the radar here, but I'm taking Houston. Okay. Uh, so I yeah, this is kind of the put up or shut up year for, for Hogo down Dana Holgerson down in, in Houston. He's obviously had the first year was the red shirt year. The Derek King decided to red shirt, then he transferred. It was kind of weird. Uh, th- this past year should have been better. Should have been better. Things didn't quite pan out, but COVID year, I'm gonna give it a little bit of a pass. This is it. They got they got talent. They got a returning quarterback. They got the transfers to come in. They've got they know the system now. This is it. If you don't, if Hogo doesn't produce at least a decent season this year, I'm I don't think it'll work out for him there. It's got to happen. And I think it will. I like what they have coming back. I think Clayton Tune's going to be a pretty good quarterback for them, and I I think their talent level will kind of show a little bit more this year. The other thing they have going for them is that they avoid UCF and Cincinnati in the regular season. So that is obviously yep. huge. If you're trying to make the conference title. Um, and I have, so, should I say my winner? I didn't even say my Oh, winner. yeah, yeah. Who's your winner? I got Cincy winning. I'll take Cincy in Houston. I, I'm, yeah, got, you know, they're the best. They're the best team. Yep. I have Cincy winning the AAC as well. I'm going to have them beating UCF, going with the, the second favorite, you know, second best team in the conference. Mm-hmm. And they avoid Houston and Tulsa. So their schedule maybe doesn't set up quite as well as Houston, but still sets up pretty yep. well. Um, but there's, you know, a lot of solid teams, Tulsa, Tulane, you know, SMU, SMU. Yeah. yeah. So Memphis, you never know. They, if, if Grant Gannell comes in and does really, really well, it's possible. Yep. All right. Moving on to conference USA. This conference is, is pretty wide open. Yeah. Um, in the East, I'm going to take Marshall with new head coach, Charles Huff. I just, I like Grant Wells at quarterback as a freshman. He was very good last year. If you ignore, like, <laughs> you know, the, the very end of the season. Yeah, yeah I think I, <laughs> they I think forgot how to Rice. play offense. Right. I think I think it was against Rice that he threw five picks. Somebody. So didn't they get shut out too? That sounds yeah. That sounds familiar. Getting shut yeah. out by Rice wasn't it like twenty to zero? We're asking a lot of questions, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I he up until that point he was very good. So I'm gonna yeah. you know they had some injuries at the end of the year. I'll, I'll forgive you know last few games for a freshman. And the defense should be good yet again. So Marshall in the East. In the West, it was between UAB and UTSA. And UTSA is 13th in the nation in returning production. Um, their schedule is extremely favorable, avoiding maybe the two best teams from the East. But I'm going to go with UAB. I'm just going to trust the tra- track record of, of Bill Clark. Yeah. Um, the defense returns nine starters plus some adds some quality P5 transfers. So I think they just right now have a little bit more talent and Tyler Johnston, the way he played last year, very solid quarterback. 
in a championship game, give me UAB. I just like the the continuity of the the coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, we were, yeah, we're pretty similar in the East. I also took Marshall. Um, it's all about their defense for me. I, I know they struggled at the end offensively, but they were the best in the country as far as points per game, uh, last year and they were second in yards. So, um, their defense is going to be really, yeah, defensively. So their defense is going right. to be good. Uh, the offense doesn't need to be great. We don't need Grant Wells to, you know, put up Heisman caliber numbers. Uh, if he just has decent numbers, which he's more than capable of doing, taking a step forward this year, I think uh, they can win that, that side of, of the conference. And I'm, I'm, I was between UTSA and, uh, UAB as well, but I'm going UTSA. Uh, okay. I trust their offense maybe a little bit more, um, in the end. And I, if, if their quarterback can just get a little bit better, uh, they, he's not quite consistent throwing the ball a little bit, but if they were, you know, with sincere McCormick, uh, they obviously have a great thing. So if Frank Harris could just get a little bit better through the air, then I feel confident in them because they got so much returning talent. Um, and they went five and two in the conference last year, so it's not like they have to, they were practically right there. So um yeah, I'll say uh Marshall and UTSA and I'm gonna take Marshall. I think uh I'll go with the uh I'll go with the defense over the offense on that one. Okay. Uh moving on to the Mac. And every year this is the most wide open conference. Twenty twenty one is no exception. The Mac West is a total crapshoot. I yep. I'm going to take Toledo. They are number one in the country in returning production. It'll be year two for both of their coordinators. Uh, they're just very solid on both sides of the ball. And the really the tiebreaker for me was that, because it was so close with Ball State, Western Michigan, Central Michigan, uh, but Toledo draws Akron and Bowling Green from the other division, the two worst teams. Definitely. So that's that's big for, for the schedule. Uh, so Toledo is going to take on... From the Mac East, I'm, I'm going against Buffalo with Lance Leopold leaving for Kansas, taking a, a few key players with him. Uh, I'm going to take a dark horse. I'm going to go Kent State with my boy Dustin Crum at quarterback. Yeah. And I will have them losing to Toledo because their defense is horrendous. So I'll, I'll go with the more complete <laughs> yeah, team, Toledo, to, to win the win the conference. Yep, yep. Uh, I also have Toledo. Uh, I, I do think they they went 4-2 and two last year, and both their losses were super close, like three points, and they returned everybody. They did lose their quarterback, but he kind of played like half the year anyways. Uh, so that's Carter, true. That's true. That that number one returning production figure might yeah. not include Eli Peters, um, retired, I believe, in the yeah. spring or winter or something. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. But Carter Bradley came in and did well. So it's you know it's not like Carter Bradley's coming in with zero experience. Um, you kind of know what you're already going to get a little bit. So. Um, and I, you know, I really like both sides. I like the defenses a, a lot too. They have four all conference players on that side of the ball. So they can get after the quarterback a little bit, got a good defensive line. Um, so I, I like Toledo to get there and I'm going to have to go with, uh, the fighting Frank Solich's and you're mm-hmm. I'm taking Ohio. Uh, Ohio played three games last year. They went two and one. And I think Akron and Bowling Green were, I think were two of them. So <laughs> not, not exactly the strongest schedule in the world. Uh, but I like what they have coming back. Curtis Work is a good passing QB. They also have Armani Rogers, the f- former UNLV quarterback. He's more of a, a dual threat, so they kind of got a little. They might have played, probably going to play both guys a, a little bit. Um, and they got a lot. I like what they got as far as running the ball. They got a good offensive line. They got a good running back in Demontre Tuggle. So uh, they have a good play overall. And they're not like elite anywhere, but I think they're just a good, solid team that has you know if things bounce right for them. I think they could be make it, but uh, in the end, I think Toledo is too good for uh, to win it all. So uh, I'll say Toledo uh, in the MAC. 
poor Ohio. Frank Solich somehow still has not won a conference championship there. They're always good. They're always good. But just can't quite get but over not the hump. Great. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to the Mountain West. Yep. You got there. And by the way, if you want more Mountain West discussion, check out our episode on Wednesday. We broke down Boise State and and their biggest threats. So we won't go quite as in depth here. Yep. Uh, all right. So for the West part of the of the conference, I like Nevada. Um, they made the conference, or they they almost made the conference title game last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were so close. So um, close. Uh, so, th- but they return practically everybody. The best one of the quarter, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, Carson Strong. They're gonna have a ton of seniors. They just have really everything you could want at this point. Uh, good, re- good receiving core. So, um, I really like what they're gonna be able to do. And I'm gonna take Boise uh, from the other side. Boise's they're gonna be good, no doubt. They got a lot of talent. They should be an improved offense. You would think their running game would get a lot better. They were terrible last year, which is very weird for Boise standards, but. Uh, they get George Halani back at running back. They got four, I think, returning starters on the on the, on the offensive line. Whoever's the quarterback, either it's Bach Meyer or Jack Sears, I think they're going to be set be uh, set up well for success, and they're going to have a good defense. So uh, Nevada versus Boise, and I'm going to take Nevada. I like the Wolfpack to, to to knock off Boise again. Two years in a row, I think Boise will go down in the uh, conference title game. Okay, um, yeah, I mean. Boise is the easy pick in the Mountain Division. And in the West, yeah. it's either San Jose State or Nevada in all likelihood. Um, San Jose State has the advantage of avoiding Boise State in the regular season. But, um, but I'm going Nevada too. I just, I love Nevada. I love that, that passing offense with, um, Carson Strong, you said, and, and, um, Romeo, Dubs. Romeo Dubs back and the leading receiver from 2019, Elijah Cook's back. So True. they, they are loaded. In the championship though, I'm going to take Boise State. They're just, they're the more talented team. They'll have the better defense. And like you said, I think who, whoever starts at quarterback has good pieces around him with, you know, Khalil Shakir at receiver. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll be good. Both sides of the ball. Uh, let's go to the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt. This is, uh, we also broke down this conference in our Coastal Carolina episode on Tuesday. So check that out. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, to me, these are, you know, w- one side is easy coastal. Uh, I think coastal's going to, Knock that one out. Um, I don't know about easy. I, I no, you're. I mixed that up. I, I oh, okay. Louisiana was the easy one. You're right, right, right. Sorry, Louisiana because they don't have App State with them in their that side of the, their division. So, um, I have the re- I have the rematch. I have Louisiana and Coastal. Mm-hmm. Although they did the game didn't actually get played, but the rematch exactly. of a game that didn't pl- happen. <laughs> yeah, well, it happened in the regular season. Happened in the regular the season. Was supposed to happen in the championship. They didn't play. Anywho. I think they'll get it to each other this year. They're the two clear best teams. App State's going to be good. There's some other good teams in there. Uh, yeah, last year this game was a three-point game at Coastal. Um, but give them on the neutral field. I just feel, you know, the reason why I'm going with Louisiana over Coastal, one is I think they're more of a surefire lock to make the title game. But two, yeah. I just trust Louisiana maybe a little bit more on the consistency front. They've had multiple good seasons, and they have proven playmakers for multiple years that are there. Coastal, I love them. They're great. They should be really good. I mean, they got some bounces last year, so uh, maybe not quite going to get that this year. But I'm going to take Louisiana over Coastal and the Sun Belt. I that was perfect. I have nothing to add. I am taking Louisiana over Coastal as well. Um, so let's uh, let's show, show the YouTube audience. We've gone through all the the G5 uh, conferences here. Let's show them our picks. Yep. Um, but if you had to take one longer shot in any of these conferences 
who who would you take, Ryan? It was tough. Uh, there was a couple here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards one here away from the team that I think you're gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna say Louisiana Tech. Uh, they went four and two in conference last year, and they had some quality transfers. This is gonna be a talented roster for Skip Holtz. Uh, they got a good quarterback in Luke Anthony. I think he can get it, take another step forward this year. Um, so, and hey, they're they're kind of always uh, a good program. So I think in the conference USA, they always have a good shot. Um, so I don't think it's would be too far fetched for for Louisiana Tech to to make it up there. To it's in the conference okay. USA. Well, who do you think I'm going to take? Wyoming. Oh no, no. Oh, <laughs> but no, I, I like Boise in the in the mountain. Yeah, but right. um, I well, I thought about Western Kentucky in Conference USA mm-hmm. because. They added Houston Baptists, you know, offensive coordinator, quarterback, a yeah. couple receivers. So, uh, pair that. Hopefully they just, and Houston Baptists, I know it sounds crazy, but they were a really, really good offense in FCS, even, you know, played a couple P5 opponents and showed their stuff. So if you pair a good offense with, you know, they've had a good defense, maybe they've got a shot there. Yeah. But if we're talking a super long shot, SMU is 25 to one in the AAC hmm. and they're loaded with skill talent on offense. Yeah. So if, if Tanner Mordecai or, you know, he's the transfer from OU at quarterback or whoever starts there is good, then I think the offense can be great. And they add Jim Levitt as, as defensive coordinator and he is known for, you know, quick fixes on that side of the ball. So True. if he can make that defense decent, then, you know, maybe they got a puncher's chance. The schedule is, is brutal in conference. So I, I wasn't brave enough to go for it, but. Watch Fair out enough. for the mistakes. I like that one. You never know. Yeah, they, they definitely have that skill talent, man. Okay, Ryan, last question here of yep. the entire G5 week. Who's going to be the, the G5 representative in the New Year Six? I got to go Cincy. I know they did it last year, yeah. but they have too much coming back. They have some the, the most talent it looks like again this year. You trust them. They got a good coach, good defense, good quarterback play. It's just... And they have the the advantage of starting high, highly ranked. So if they're neck and neck, maybe eleven and one with an eleven and one Coastal and eleven and one Louisiana, it's Cincy that's getting in. So uh, yeah, if all things equal, it's going to be Cincy. I am going Cincy as well. Okay, let us know in the comments uh, your picks for any of these conferences uh, that you feel confident about, or just whatever your favorite conference is. Um, also, let us know any teams that we didn't address in G5 week. Um, yep. Of course, we, we weren't able to get to everybody, but tried to get to as many as we could. Tomorrow, we are going to begin Pac-12 preview week, and it starts with my favorite school, USC. So we will talk to you then. Fight on. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. Keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. 
Now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home live cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today.